Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. Hey, this is Irene with CBiz Media, and we're going to talk about Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix. If you have not seen it, please check it out because I have spoilers ahead. All right, guys, so it's spoilers ahead, so watch the movie and then come back if you haven't seen it yet. But, um, and you're actually interested in seeing it because sometimes there are movies, to be honest with you, that I look, I want to see, but I know I probably won't see. And I will listen to the reviews because I probably won't see it. And sometimes a review will actually make me see it. And like saying, oh, I really have to see this movie now because this review is wow. But anyway, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Ma Rainey is a real person. It's a real character. I don't know if the full film and the full story plot is true. Everything that happened in the film. But I know that Ma Rainey is a real character. I know Denzel Washington worked on this and, and helped put this together. And it's based on a stage play. So those are the main things that I know that are realistic about this movie and some people that worked on it. And I'll have more details. I'll probably put a link in the description so you guys can get more details about the playwright and all of that. But yeah, it's basically t- takes place in a time where I think it's the 20s and, you know, black people are still being treated as um less than lower level. I mean, we still have issues now, many issues But at that time, it was um, pretty horrendous. And I feel like it was still kind of close to slavery in a way, even though slavery was supposed to be abolished. There was still a a big slave mentality when people looked at us as if that's what all they saw. But Ma, she was very outspoken, loud. Um, She got what she wanted because of her talent. She had a big what looks like african-american following so that's what made her a star and that's what made white people actually interested in picking her music up making records for her putting shows on for her and you know they were behind her getting that money and you know she probably was only getting a portion while they were getting like a massive amount of money off of her so you know usually they probably wouldn't have nothing to do with her But it also kind of makes me think a little bit about slavery because I just thought about it because we were being used as free labor. She's being used kind of as cheap labor, but using her talents and they were getting the bulk of the money out of the deal. Just just basically like slavery. But when you think about it, we can almost say now that we're dealing in some forms of slavery, but you could be any color almost, though I feel people of color get it worse. You could be any color and be paid less than what you're worth and a lot of industries do that to us while they're making the bulk of the money uh it's kind of a thing that we deal with in life so you have to you have to get your joy from somewhere other than money because you know we all have to survive and work a job but definitely there's always the man that's getting more than us and really profiting off of all of our hard work which also makes me think about the matrix um i did an episode about the matrix where basically the machines were feeding off of our life force 
but making us think that we had this great um existence but we were just really in a state of stasis and being fed off of by machines our life force it's crazy it's the matrix everybody knows about that but (laughs) i mean that's why i feel like there's so much truth to some of these tales but this is actually a tale that is based in reality and again ma was larger than life it was funny how she diva around like she was not playing she was in a world where definitely the white men ruled times 10 over everyone especially black people yet she had her way she was loud she was mad she was a little mean sometimes but she did she got whatever she wanted and she had her way and i loved seeing that because especially in a time like that that was not seen or heard of very much and to be able to use her gifts and talents to prosper even though she wasn't making i know what she was worth because she was being exploited in a way she was milking them for everything that she could milk them for so in a way i see her anger i see why she was the way she was she was getting everything she could get out of this deal and then some as much as she could as a black woman seen as less than in society at that time but she was the queen like and i loved seeing that but of course she had what some might call a diva behavior over diva fight in a way and viola davis really transformed into this character from her body from her makeup my niece didn't even know who she was i was like you don't know that's why i said oh i didn't even know who that was the makeup was something though y'all wasn't it really she needed some help with her makeup but she got what she wanted she got she got things done and it was beautiful to see that even though she comes across as kind of rough and kind of she's not your typical beauty queen diva type person and then i like that about it too because all the looks and stuff doesn't matter she still had that power like she was still um a force to be reckoned with even if she wasn't your typical beauty queen looks but she ran the show um so i like that we have some great sponsorship deals available if you'd like to sponsor our podcast and we'll give you a shout out on each episode right here as well as you will get a shout out on radio once a month so if you're interested in sponsoring us you can Email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com for details. Another standout character was Chadwick Boseman. And his character, like, blew me away. He's, this is so unlike Chadwick Boseman characters. Like, he's always the good guy. He's always fighting for right. He's always level-headed. This guy was completely bullheaded. He talked a lot of junk, but he was more of a talker than a doer. And that's completely different from Chadwick's character as well. He he went through a lot. So did many African-Americans during that time. But he kind of told a story about what his mom went through and how she was basically... um abused by a group of white men and how that basically colored his mind on white people and how to treat white people and 
you know when the boss came around to the rehearsal room where the guys were rehearsing he would smile on their face he would say i got a new song for you do a little dance and they kind of made fun of him when the boss left saying oh you just jump into whitey's face and kind of uncle tom in it in a way but he said no um i know how to do this i know how to play this so-called game in front of the white man but i'll make sure i'll get him at the end of the day and he referenced what his dad did to get back at the white men that um took advantage of his wife he said he smiled in their face but later on he set up a, a, a ambush on them of course he didn't survive to make it through to tell the story but he made the effort to ambush the white men that um took advantage of his wife so he's basically said you know at the end of the day i'll smile on their face but i'll get them when i need to get them right but like i said this is spoilers so don't listen anymore <laughs> if you uh if you want to see the movie first because um it's crazy this these pair of shoes that took the spotlight and it made me think about maybe in the 90s uh, I won't, I'm not sure early 2000s I say more in the 90s era where shoes were the thing you had to have the latest kicks I never did I was one of those kids I didn't have that much money so I never had the latest kicks but it was mostly really the guys that were really trying to uh, compete with that but it made me think about that how he cared about these shoes that he paid so much money for he shined them up that's Chadwick's character he was the young guy that talked a lot of junk and he was really talented and he kind of wanted to take moss space moss place and the guy that was running things the, the caucasian gentleman basically was um filling his head with dreams of possibly starting his own thing and they were trying to get him to do more in the band but ma was against it she's like no i'm running it this way i'm running it my way and she had her stuttering nephew come on and be in the record and they had to keep doing the record over she's like they wanted to take him out but she's like no my nephew is going to do this part so i like the stuttering nephew um because it just shows somebody that might have an issue a disability in a way that they can overcome that disability or ma still believed in him and i like that how she just kept pushing like no you can do it just keep doing keep keep trying i like that element and um just pushing a young person and saying hey you can be you can do what's not typical because everybody was looking at him like when he started to do his intro and they were all the band members like no he can't do this and ma was like no he can and he ended up doing that take and it worked but it just it has a lot of little lessons and nuggets in this film but with chadwick's character because i don't want to fully give it 100 percent away because um if you did listen this far and you didn't see the movie i don't want to give it 100 percent away but chadwick is complete opposite of most of his characters he's always the hero this time i feel like he he talked a lot of junk and a lot of game but at the end of the day he was an uncle tom and he was a coward and he was weak and he even cursed god in such a dramatic way it's scary 
Um, I know that I saw some headlines saying that he broke down on the set of Ma Rainey, Ma Rainey when he was doing um, the production. He broke down crying or and I don't know the full details of that story. So I, I'm going to put that in the description too. If I can find that story of why he broke down. I don't know. But he had to curse God in such a way. That it's scary. All the things that he said. Like anybody would be afraid to say what he said. And he did it for that script and for that story. And he did it so convincingly. And it was really moving but scary at the same time. But I know that he's a man of God from what I've read. And I'm wondering if this is part of the reason he broke down. I wonder if it was because he was going through his illness that he broke down. Because his character cursed God and felt like God betrayed him. And I'm just wondering if Chadwick felt some of that betrayal because he was sick and going through cancer. And as a cancer survivor, I can relate to going through cancer and just wondering if God doesn't like you like seriously because cancer is a big thing to go through for for God to allow that to happen to you you can feel some type of way so I'm wondering what he was feeling was it mixed emotions even though I feel like this was a person of God and this is not truly what his heart was but to see them that as his final role as he's cursing God in his final role that I see him in and he plays a coward. He plays an Uncle Tom. Everything that Chadwick Boseman is not. The complete opposite. And I wonder if that's also a reason why he cried. Because he's like, this is not me. This is not me in my personal life. This is not me even in my movie life. This is like complete opposite of who I am. And to see that as his final role, it made a big impact on me. So this is how we close this character, this this career down by someone that's an uncle tom a traitor and and a a very weak person that curses god um it's kind of sad but i i'm i i commend him for doing that part and doing it very well and convincingly because a lesson was learned out of that because there are people like that that they talk big game, but at the end of the day, they answer to whoever's in charge. Um, they act like they're Mr. or Mrs. Big Big Boss, but at the end of the day, they're weak. And at the end of the day, they sometimes end up hurting one of their own that doesn't even deserve it. So... It's people in our culture, in, in all cultures, but it's, it's weak people in the black culture. And that's what he portrayed, a very weak person that took his anger, pain, and fear out on one of his own. Instead of the, those that truly deserved it. Um, and what he did... Didn't, it didn't warrant like what he did was so extreme I feel like there also was a level of mental illness and trauma that he never really dealt with and that's why his character um, turned out to do the thing that he did at the end that was really shocking so in his character I can see some mental health issues I can see some weakness I can see 
this betrayal of our race all of that stuff like and nobody wants to be that and it's funny because i just i'm just putting it together now but ma was kind of like the opposite of that she was a fighter for her race she was more of a fighter for herself it seemed like she was all about herself but she looked out for her nephew and she made sure everybody uh at least was the her band ate and were at the table and got paid but she knew something was up with chadwick's character and i need to remember his name on the movie but but she wanted him she didn't no longer wanted him to be a part of the group after that day um that was a crazy story that was a crazy movie is the full movie based on reality i still don't have the information because what i as far as i see her character is but um they showed actually pictures of the band the group the actual group the band ma so i'm gonna look into that some more and see if it's actually the full story is real if chadwick's character is real um and definitely put all that in the description for you but i enjoyed this film it came out during the holiday season but it's definitely not a happy go lucky film i really think it's a teaching moment and you should take it that way because i said i had like a love-hate relationship for it because of uh, chadwick's character and some of the way things turned out i had a love-hate relationship for it i could tell it was a play even though i didn't have the information when i started to watch but the pacing a lot of things took place in that rehearsal room there was not a lot of going out and about to different parts of the set different scenes it was kind of confined a lot of monologues a lot of long monologues which were good but you know it did i still had that play feel even though this was supposed to be a a film and in a way it kind of took away from it a little bit because i started to get bored to be honest with you but stick in there guys and if you're listening you probably stuck in there and saw the whole thing but it's something that you should definitely watch if anything it's a history lesson it's a lesson on culture on life on what you can be in the middle of that mess of a time where you're looked at as zero you can be like ma or you could be like that cocky big talking young musician who really was a coward really was weak so who can who will you be and you do have a choice back then it looked like nobody had a choice especially people of color we didn't have a choice but to be lower level but even though ma was still considered lower level she was on the upper level of her people the upper level of her race she she gave big um of what she could during that time so never limit yourself even in a time like that no limits never limit god on any level and i understand how people can feel like they're betrayed by god i there are times where i feel like that um i felt more like god was not a fan of me because of certain things that happened in my life um and i was angry at god 
I can't lie about that, but I thank God for forgiving me for that. And I thank him for still holding on to me no matter what. And showing me that he's like the whole thing life is about. Because I worried about my reputation, how I looked, what people thought of me, how what kind of job I would have, what kind of money I would make. And God said, it's always been about me. These things that you got your mindset on are trivial and small. When I am the biggest and I am the greatest and I'm your purpose, I'm what you're living for. I'm why you live so much coming from that movie so um watch it again if you want (laughs) Uh, if you saw some of those same things that i saw let me know give me your feedback i'm into it um always email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com that's c-b-i-z-t-v at yahoo.com thank you for listening again remember a listen means a lot so keep listening listen to another episode if you want a shorter one a longer one whatever topic you're interested in it really supports us when you listen thanks again this is irene cbiz media